thank you so much for tuning into our conversation about strengthening your roots uh, wherever or whenever you are, are finding us. Uh, now, when I Googled uh, how do I strengthen my roots, uh, I got a whole bunch of videos on making sure that the, the root uh, of my hair stays in my head. Uh, a, a great thing to think about, uh, even better when, uh, when we are having a time without getting haircuts as our hair uh, grows longer and longer, but not exactly what I wanted to talk about today. Uh, what I want to talk about uh, is what it means to strengthen uh, the roots of our faith uh, as Christians. Uh, so I really want to encourage you uh, uh, just to, to look uh, in your Bible, uh, or if you have a device, turn to uh, Colossians chapter 2. Uh, so you can uh, flip there, it's in the New Testament. Uh, if you uh, if you try to Google it, uh, if you don't, you're like, I don't know how to spell Colossians, uh, you could uh, you could short form it and just say call to. Uh, I think you may get the passage. Uh, you may get a picture of a military colonel with uh, the KFC chicken guy. That's not what we're looking for. We're looking for uh, for the book of Colossians in the Bible, uh, Colossians 2. Uh, and we're going to start off at verses, uh, verse 6. And here's what it says. It says, so then... So then just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. What I love about this passage uh, is that it starts off by reminding us, uh, those of us that are Christians, that, that we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord. So we made the choice to say, Jesus I, I, it's not about me in control of my life. I want you to be in control. I want you to be, the phrase we, that you use here is, is Lord. We want you to be in charge. We want, we want to follow your direction for our life. Uh, and that's a, a moment uh, for, for many of us who have made that decision. If you haven't, I encourage you uh, just to be open to say, Jesus, I, I, I accept your sacrifice for me on the cross and I, I want to follow you with my life. And, and that's, that's the decision that you make. But that's just the, the very beginning of it. And so when this, this passage is talking about rooting ourselves, strengthening our roots in our faith, it, it says, okay, that's step, the first step, but there's so much more to it. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a little example from, from my world. Some of you remember I, uh, well, the, the last time I shared, uh, I had my little uh, empty pot. I don't know if you can see it here, but my empty pot uh, of, of sunflower seeds. Now, a fascinating thing has happened here. Uh, growth. Uh, these, these, the seed that started uh, in the dirt uh, has grown. We've, we've watered it. We've nurtured it. Uh, it's grown, but a really fascinating thing has happened. In my head, I said, oh, it's a sunflower, uh, so it'll just grow up nice and tall, uh, and it hasn't. Uh, you'll see it, it started, and then it just sort of fell off the side, and I did a bunch more reading, uh, and what I came to, to, to learn uh, is, is the crucial part of the sunflower is the root and fascinatingly a sunflower they can grow as high as 10 feet tall this clearly is not a 10 foot sunflower but they can grow as tall as 10 feet but the crucial thing is that two to three feet underground is is the roots and, and this has no roots to grow so there's you know an inch or two of root and that's it and the reason why it hasn't grown tall at all is because there's no roots for it to grow in and so much of that is what our life could be like uh, as Christians, we, we accept, but if we don't allow uh, ourselves to, to, be, to be rooted in our faith, 
we're never going to grow. This is something that's known in nature. It's even known uh, in the engineering world. Uh, one of the most uh, uh, famous examples uh, of, of a building that doesn't have a foundation is uh, the, the Leaning Tower of Pisa in Italy. Uh, and so they built this tower uh, with about uh, nine feet of foundation. So 96% of this tower is what we see above ground and, and only about 4% is underground. And as a result, there was no depth, no foundation. And we now know that this tower leans. Uh, it, it's always been sort of in danger of toppling because there wasn't a proper foundation put in for it. Uh, and the opposite, the, the Stantac Tower that's being built in Edmonton right now, uh, it's uh, 250 feet down are, are the pilings for it in order to anchor it. And one of the amazing things about that uh, is that three quarters of what, or what we see above ground and a full quarter of that is underground, much similar to what a sunflower seed. And, and so we often don't know, we don't see uh, what what's happening beneath, uh, but that those are the roots. And, and, and Spencer alluded to this last week uh, about us establishing some patterns in some ways that, that we really discipline ourselves. And, and that's what this verse is saying. It says, uh, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. And so this idea that, that as, we're, as we're strengthened, as we're rooted in this, we can then grow this. That, that's my plan. Uh, I'm going to plant this in, in a big, huge planter that lets it have a whole bunch of root. Uh, and, and what I think is, what I know is going to happen with that uh, is that, that the sunflower will grow. And, and that's an encouragement for us in our lives. But uh, just like in, in, this, in this, this plant, it needs a certain uh, a soil to do that. We need to understand Jesus. We need to really grasp Jesus. Uh, it says, continue to live your lives in him. So we need to know what Jesus was like. And, and if we're going to make him Lord and, and we want him to be in charge, we need to know how Jesus operates. Uh, and, and so I have a, a, an example I want to use today. I think it's, it's, um, uh, it's, it's a pretty important one uh, as we think about, uh, for, for me, when, when this is being recorded, uh, if it's Mother's Day, Mother's Day is coming up. Uh, and so I, I like to look at Jesus' relationship with his mom. Now, this is not a typical uh, Mother's Day type conversation. It's, what we know of Jesus is not what we, I think we think of, of in our culture. Uh, and so I just encourage you, if you turn over to uh, the book of Mark, uh, Mark chapter 3, we, we have a really interesting conversation uh, that, that Jesus has with his disciples uh, and it relates to his to his mom and to his family. And so, if you turn back over here to Mark chapter three, uh, we're gonna we're gonna pick it up here uh, in verse thirty one. And so, here's what it says. It says, "Then Jesus's mother and brothers arrived. Standing outside, they sent someone in to call him. A crowd was sitting around him, and they told him." Your mother and brothers are outside looking for you. Who are my mothers and brothers? He asked. Then he looked around at those seated in a circle around him and said, Here are my mother and my brothers. Whoever does God's will is my brother and sister and mother. Like I said, this is, isn't a typical uh, Mother's Day conversation. Uh, Jesus looks at the family. Jesus looks at 
how, how he interacts with others very much uh, in a different way than our world does. Our, our world often can be uh, in a place of, of almost worship of, of, of a certain nuclear family type setup. Uh, and, and definitely in this culture, that would, that would have been the same way. Uh, and, and Jesus really sort of says, let's, let's look at this dramatically different. If you, want to, if you want to live your life, if you want to call yourself Christian, if you want to know what I am, I am about uh, including everyone. I, I'm about making sure uh, that those, uh, those that have had difficult families, for, for, some of, for some of us it could be that uh, we don't have a great relationship with, with, our, with our mom, with, with our parents. Uh, and, and, and so to kind of look at that in a cultural way, uh, we have a hard time uh, with, with the Mother's Day. Uh, and Jesus says, listen, uh, true, true family, true relationship, uh, it, it inc- includes everyone, it encompasses everyone. And so I think it's really important if we're going to learn Jesus and know Jesus, that we see this is how he operates. And, and when, when we, we continue to, to sort of study and understand what's happening here, uh, we, we really have a get a good grasp uh, that that Jesus doesn't uh, isn't trying to be excluding. I think sometimes we can read into this and go, oh well, Jesus like it's just Jesus has some issues with him and his mom, like she couldn't find him in the temple, right? We we sort of want to assume we know about Jesus, but there's another passage I think that gives us even more light into what's going on with how Jesus views family and everyone in relationship. And so I encourage you. Uh, to turn your Bibles over to to John. This Mark story uh, is is fairly early, uh, and we're going to look at John chapter nineteen, uh, and, and it's uh, it's at the very end of Jesus's uh, earthly time. It's it's he's actually on the cross at this point. So it's John nineteen, uh, starting at verse twenty five. So John nineteen twenty five says this. Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother there and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to her, Woman, here is your son, and to the disciple, here is your mother. From that time on, the disciple took him into her home. So we see here Jesus uh, is this, this is not an issue with Jesus and his mom that, that, or his siblings or any of that. Jesus really sees all of us as being connected. Uh, he sees that if, if we will choose to embrace life with each other, it, the, the genetic bonds are, are not the most important bonds. It, it's, it's our love. It's our, it's our faith. It's our support and encouragement of each other. Those are the real crucial bonds here. Uh, and, and I... I really have gotten that that sense for me uh, right now uh, in the season that we're in, uh, uh, you know, of of being separate uh, from our our connections, our our our, our, our not, not even just our family, our, all of the people that we just love and, and want to spend time with. Uh, I, I think. The perception is okay. Well, we're, you're going to hang out in your kind of nuclear family, and that's really all you need. Uh, and I remember last time I shared, I got I got a little emotional because that's not that's not what Jesus designs. Uh, I I desperately miss, you know, my 
my daughter's preschool teachers and, and my, my son's elementary school teacher because they we need them. We need their help, especially when trying to do this homeschool stuff. We want them to speak into our kids' lives. Uh, within our church family, we, we love to see each other. We love to share our lives with each other. We love to eat together. All these things uh, that Jesus says, no, this is... This is what it truly means to have relationship, to love each other. This is what it means to be uh, in in community, to be in family. This is what it means to strengthen your roots. Uh, is is that we we learn about our love for each other. We learn about our love for uh, for God. We learn about what Jesus is about. And truly, uh, when we're following after Him, we're seeking to learn. Uh, these are really important things, and these are things that we need to learn how to root ourselves in Christ and to be strengthened because that thankfulness overflows. If, if you show love to people that aren't genetically related, like you show love to those in your family, that's, that's Jesus' love. He, he really talks a lot about how uh, we, we include, we support, where a family is, is all of us uh, that, that are loving and supporting each other. And, and really, that's what it talks about uh, at the end of the passage, about overflowing with thankfulness. Uh, then then we're, we're going to grow. We're going to see that each other. We're going to want to be that for each other. Uh, and I just, I just want to encourage all of us, uh, as we think about um, the things we want to set in place, that, that we would find a place where we truly, uh, as, as we move forward into a place where we're able to spend more time with each other, that we not take that for granted that we see these roots that we that we grow in them that we want we want to be uh, growing up in these things uh, and we want to support uh, each other and love each other and just to be truly thankful for what we have in our community of people genetic or or otherwise and that's that's Jesus that's his story that's what his love looks like let, let me just pray for us uh, God we just thank you so much for your word uh, God I just pray even today is those that are listening, wherever they are, uh, that, that you would help us to see Jesus as, and his thoughts as dramatically different than our own thoughts. That his love, that his definition of, of what it means to be family uh, is so inclusive, so all-encompassing. God, I pray that for each one of us, as we're in a season where, where, uh, where we're not able to be together, that, that you would Help us to, to think about that, to pray about that. And God, as, as the opportunity presents itself, uh, you would allow us to, to lean back into that and even to grow in that, even to have more roots in our need to be with, for each other and with each other, uh, and that we would just be overflowing with thankfulness. I just pray these things in your name. Amen. Thank you.